Welcome to the Rory Back. I'm your host, Jeff Brown, and I have an awesome interview for you guys today with Coach Rack, head coach of boys basketball at St. Patrick's Academy. And I'm happy to bring to you the Now Rise Sports Service Podcast where we deep dive into our local high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Brown. Here we go. Welcome to episode 36 of The Run Back, and I'm happy to bring to you guys a great episode today, as all episodes are always great ones. Uh, just a great interview with Coach Greg Rekovic, uh, or Coach Rack, as he likes to be called. He is the head coach of the boys' basketball team at St. Patrick's Academy. Coach Rack talks about his passion for coaching, uh, especially for basketball, and how he really got into coaching. He talks about how he started at St. Pat's and went back to St. Pat's and talks about their historic season run that they had this year. Just an amazing story and everything that they were able to accomplish as a, uh, you know, as a school and just great, great, great conversation with Coach Rack. Just shares a lot of great stories about the season and very excited for the upcoming season. And he talks about much, much more uh, football, Patriots, being a Patriots fan, uh, rooting for Tom Brady, possibly. Um, so just a great overall conversation with Coach Rack. But before we get into the interview with Coach Rack, remember you guys can watch today's episode on YouTube by searching the Roadie Runback, and you can watch all our episodes there as well. Just remember to hit that subscribe and hit that share button. Um, and if you're not able to make it, on to the watch the video or if you want to watch the video afterwards that feel free but if you're not able to make it stay tuned and listen here or listen to it on any other podcast platform just remember that share and subscribe button as well now for an interview with coach rack all right on today's show i welcome on a special guest he's the head coach of st patrick's academy's boys basketball team coach greg i rakovic rakovic or coach, rack rack. Work. coach rack works yeah coach yeah coach everybody rack, calls me coach yeah. rack so I, I went for it i went for it i know you try. I, I love it. it i love it you know yeah. most people coach, can't get it so yeah. coach rack is, is is the best way to go coach rack is i like like it uh coach what how are you doing during the COVID times uh, yeah it's it's crazy um i think now it's kind of like everybody's in a routine and normally i'm back to school my kids are back to school um so it's it's kind of you know the new normal i guess you can say uh, but at first, uh, it was crazy. You know, when we went on quarantine, I think it was uh, we had a game on Saturday. We ended up losing the semifinals on Saturday. Um, so I think it was Thursday. The Thursday after that is when we went to quarantine. And the best part about um, that was uh, spending time with my family. Like as any coach, you, had, you know, any coach, every coach you had on pretty much, you know, any high school coach. During the season, it's like you don't see your kids, you don't see your wife, you don't see anybody um, except yeah. for that. Like I leave, I leave uh, my house at like five thirty, go to school, and then uh, you know I practice or you know go scouting or have a game. And I usually get home like seven, eight, nine. So you know from Thanksgiving till you know March, hopefully if we make, make a good run, um, you don't see your family. So it was like kind of like a blessing in disguise. I know you know I try to take the positive out of things. So like I get to spend time. I have a one year old at home, so I get to spend time with him. He actually knows who I am, so it was good. That's um, right. yeah. And then a four year old too. So we spent a lot of time together. Um, it was you know so so well, that part was great. You know I love being home with my kids, and um, and now we're kind of getting in a routine back in, in new normal, and you know wearing masks and and you know adjusting to everything. But uh, you know it's, it's it, it hasn't been uh, you know other than like I haven't seen my extended family and my brothers and. and 
grandma and stuff like that. That stinks. But other than that, like, uh, you know, I'm making the most out of the time, just trying to trying to keep busy and, and doing that kind of stuff. That's good. Did you yeah. pick up any new hobbies during the? A couple. So one, uh, coaching, coaching wise, like there were so many YouTube uh, or YouTube or coaching clinics that were free. Um, and there was like really good coaches, like, cause those coaches are, are, are quarantined too. So they got to get something to do. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would lock myself in the basement and, and just be writing notes. I have a whole notebook of, of stuff I got, maybe, you know, kind of too much stuff. So that's one hobby I picked up or not hobby, but like one thing I did, I actually also go back into video games. Um, I had that, I'm, I'm competitive. Like I need, I need that competitive juice. I wasn't watching sports. I, I just got off a playoff run with St. Pat's. I'm like, Oh, well, you know, I need to be, I need to compete and uh, you know, beat my four-year-old in basketball is not the same as, you know, doing other things. So uh, I actually, I, I got the PS4 back up, dusted it off. I don't think I played since like college. Um, so, and it's, it's a lot tougher now. Yeah. <laughs> so I had, I played NCAA football. I played 2k. Uh, I got back into that kind of went, you know, once, once, summer hit I, I i stopped playing but i was kind of you know it's kind of fun to relive that the glory days of uh, video games so that, that's oh, yeah. not to pick up i know that's, that's happened to me actually that's I, I picked up some video games i actually started playing ncaa football yeah i did too i did too yeah the old school the ps3 yeah yeah, yeah. i was like i got you know what? i missed this game i want to like, yeah it, so. oh, that's the best game I, they need to bring that back they need to bring that game back like the dynasty mode off oh. Oh, so good just the recruiting and being oh. able to like take coaching positions exactly like, yeah. the best game ever yeah yeah, yeah. so good though well, that, that's really cool uh and that's awesome that you were got into that and you got into all the coaching and like learned like probably learned a crap ton of stuff oh, ton of stuff ton of stuff um also we had we had coaches zooms with like uh you know guys around D, d1 d2 d3 um you know we'd have zooms at night and you know first we started talking about basketball and then you know it would, it would go off to other topics and stuff like that but that was cool too like i kind of got closer with some of these coaches around the state and you know know how they run practices know how they do stuff um so that, that was real cool too because we i've never done that before you know you know usually it's face to face and stuff like that so that's so it seems like you guys have like a, a close-knit community that like i didn't even know like i feel like i'm starting to like make my way into that community but like, yeah i mean you're the no you're the number one topic in the community right now on our, on our group message i haven't told them that i'm on i'm going beyond them i want to keep it a secret uh because they're just gonna bust me but every time a new episode comes out uh we just bust each other Corey's episode which was you know uh, a couple weeks ago um he you know i i it was a wednesday but i'm sure this will drop you know later on but um you know we i stayed up it was like 11 45 and I, I saw Corey's drop and you know i was just busting him the whole time just texting him like you know all that kind of stuff i had a bingo card you know will, will Corey say this will Corey say that so um but yeah you, you know outstanding job with all these coaches like it's it's gaining ground and we're you know we're talking about it and everybody's watching it so keep it up i think you're you're really uh, doing a nice job with that thank you so much i really appreciate it and i appreciate you guys listening and i know i mentioned that before and like now i'm glad that you guys now i have something an outlet for you guys to pick on each other yeah 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 it's perfect <laughs> yeah. perfect it's great it's great it's we were getting bored with the, we, we didn't have any new material you know it's been so so long so uh you know you bringing this up it's just been it's been great. Oh, that's good. That's that's really good. All right. Before we get into your coaching career, I want to know, how did you start playing basketball? Like what made you fall in love with the game? Yeah. So uh, I was obsessed with sports growing up. Uh, still am. I'm a PE teacher and, you know, basketball uh, coach. Um, I remember uh, my dad it was like right before Christmas when I was like six or seven and he was building something in the driveway. And I'm like, dad, what is that? And uh, it was a pole. And I was like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm building a garage. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, literally, you know, I knew where the Christmas presents were hid. So I went to this room and I looked in the closet and the big basketball hoop there. Uh, so I was like, yeah. So I woke up Christmas morning. It was already built. Like he did it that night. Um, and uh, I just didn't stop, you know, just, just, just in the driveway playing, playing. I loved it. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of it. Um, from there, I kind of just, uh, my brother 
couple years older than me, three years older than me. So he had a lot of friends in the neighborhood. So I'd go play with them. Um, you know, I'd get beat up by them. That's why they said I, I have, I, you know, my outside shop was developed because of them. Because if I drove the hole, they would just, you know, kill me. Yeah. Um, so from there, you know, I played in the rec leagues. Uh, ended up playing. Um, I went to middle school at Prout. Used to have a middle school. Um, and I played at uh, Prout Middle School. Actually, uh, Russ, Sam, uh, Russ Arudo and Chris Samitaro were my coaches. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You probably know him from Westerly. Uh, great yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, kind of some of the reasons why I got into coaching those two guys. Um, just the relationship. So I still talk. I, we, we go out every year for a drink, you know, because we, um, we just have a bond like that. You know, it's been, been a long time. But um, we ended up actually winning the, the uh, state championship that year uh, at Prout, uh-huh. yeah, for Catholic League. Um, I got MVP of the league. That was my peak. From there, you know, it, it went downhill from there. So I was, I was MVP of the league. I was, I was, I was, I was living life. Um, you still have the trophy. Oh, it's yeah, it's right. It's actually right over there. Yeah, <laughs> my, pa- my parents in their house. They still have in in their hallway, in their main hallway. They still have like the newspaper article with me, and you know, it, yeah, yeah. So I'll still live in the glory days. They'll, they'll watch this about nine times when when this comes out. So great, <laughs> you know, supportive. Um, but from there, I didn't I didn't go to Prout for high school. I actually went to Hendrigan. Okay. Um, I, I was a pretty good football player. Uh, so I played football and basketball there. Uh, made the freshman team at Hendrigan. Um, didn't make varsity. You know, I was a little disappointed, but um, you know, it's it's a step. It's a, it's a, just a level up, especially at Hendrigan. Um, but like, was the captain of the uh, freshman team, um, leading scorer, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I remember, I, I, I'm a competitor. I, as as I said with the video games, like I just need to compete. Um, and I remember after one, uh, we lost in the in freshman team. We lost in the uh, playoffs and. I'm in the locker room, bawling my eyes out. I actually traveled on the last play. A coach set up a play for me. He told me not to travel. I traveled. Um, ended up losing the game. So I was just bawling my eyes out. I'm just, you know, competitor. Um, and I remember the varsity coach, you know, coming just like, uh, you know, saying, it's all right, it's all right. Um, and I think he took that and he was like, this kid, this kid's good. This kid's tough. And he's you know, not, not tough because I'm crying, but, you know, he wants to win and, and he's competitor. So the next year, um, you know, usually you go freshman JV varsity. I actually made varsity as a sophomore, um, so strictly on varsity as a sophomore. Wow. Um, you know, played a little bit, not much. Uh, coach says was my coach at first. Coach says already. Um, and you had Monahan on. You know, Monahan was the same thing. Um, yeah. It was actually very cool to hear Monahan's story because I didn't know about that. I thought I thought Monahan was all state. I'm not gonna lie, that guy can shoot. Um, so I thought it was all state. Like, no. so, you know, he ruined that myth for me. But um, <laughs> but going going there, I was, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was like, man, I thought you were all state. Um, so as a sophomore, I played a little bit. We went, we made it to the state championship. I played the dunk. I played like a minute 13 at the dunk. I still have the picture over in, in my office over there. Um, junior year, uh, played a little bit. Jimmy Barron came and he, I know you had him on too. Um, stole all my minutes, stole all my shots. Uh, again, I was a role player, just like, you know, smart. Like I knew, I knew, I, like I, I loved the game. Like I, I would, you know, I'd study scouting reports. I remember one day I came to practice with like a, a a boatload of plays. I watched college basketball all, all day. I came with like a boatload of plays. And as I was going to coach coach, so coach Gomes then was the coach after that. Um, and I was about to go show coach Gomes. I look at all these plays I got. And some kid said, remember that kid uh, who used to give coach Gomes plays? Uh, what a loser he was. I was like, Oh, so I just put him in my back pocket. I never, I, it's the first time I'm actually talking about that. Um, so junior year, again, I play a little bit and, uh, and then senior year came and actually was, uh, I made a decision to, uh, not play that year because um, I was going recruiting for football. So I played, um, I was like, like, I was pretty, I was, I was solid at football. I wasn't great. Um, three time all division, but I was getting, you know, uh, recruited by like lower D2, one double A, D3. Um, 
And I thought it would be a way to get me into like a, I was going to be recruited by like a lot of NESCAT schools, like uh, Hamilton, Wesleyan, um, things like that. So I was like, all right, I can use this football. I can use football as, to get me into these like mini Ivy leagues. Yeah. Um, ended up not working, but um, so I told coach, I, I was like, you know, I, I got to work out. Um, Cause I, I was 140 pounds soaking wet, um, you know, stick. So if I want to play college football, I would just get killed. So I needed just to get a personal trainer, start working out. Yeah. Uh, he respected the decision. He's like, yeah, you know, he, he said he actually had to do the same thing when he was a senior. Um, he quit baseball. Um, if I remember the story, right. It was, you know, 20, 20 plus years ago. I think he said he quit baseball senior year to, 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 to focus on basketball because then he ended up going to Stonehill. Um, so it was the same cup, same type of situation. I didn't make it as, as far as he did. Um, but yeah, that was my playing career. Um, you know, from proud to, to Hendrick and, uh, to, uh, now, now coaching. So that's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. And what position did you play in football that you got recruited at? Football, I was a, I was a wide out kind of slot. And then a cornerback was, was, was my real position. I actually played, uh, across the way from Will Blackman. So he was, he was the other corner. So I was the guy who getting picked on all, all game, but it was also nice. Cause I usually got the, you know, the second receiver or the short side of the field. So, um, you know, Will had to cover the best player and, you know, I was, I was the other guy, but it also brought attention. Like, you know, Will had, you know, there, there were crazy scouts in the, in the stands for Will, which, which was nuts. So, but yeah. it brought attention to us and, and, you know, it helped us out. So that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. And how yep. did you, how did you like end up deciding to get in coaching the basketball? You know, you played football, like did, was a football coaching football ever like a part of your brain or anything like that? So I, I was always a basketball guy, like basketball is my, my number one love. Um, I just was a little bit more successful at football guys. I think there's just more, there's more players on the, on, on the field. You know what I mean? Um, so I was, I started three years at, uh, in football, um, but basketball is always my passion. I always love basketball. Um, so I actually, so when to start, uh, I started coaching my sister is about like eight years younger than me. So I started coaching some of her teams, uh, her middle school team. I was just, you know, volunteered. Uh, and then she started playing AAU and I was like, all right, you know, let's, let's do this. So I started coaching those teams. Um, and I was at Bryant, I actually went to Bryant and, uh, it was my senior year and, uh, like my third year coaching. And I remember coming home for a practice. I think I had a month left to graduate. And I, 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 uh, went to, I was coming back from practice and all my buddies were drinking back at the, at the uh, townhouses and uh, I come back and, you know, I just had practice. I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. And uh, like a panic attack just took over me. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. Like once I, once I, I'm a business guy, I'm working nine to five. I got a yeah. suit on, you know, I get home at six, seven, I'm not going to be able to coach. Like, and this is what I love. So I literally started Googling teaching, uh, teaching schools, like where can I go teach and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I called my parents like, in a, in a tizzy and uh they're like hey do what do what you're gonna do oh, we'll support you as long as you pay as long as you pay your way i'm still paying my way uh, 15 years um, and, I, and it's the best decision i ever made in my life and i know i, I think my parents are like being supportive um but uh so i i went and uh got a teaching job or, you know went to teaching you know went to rick got a teaching degree b, b teaching degree um started teaching and then uh my first year teaching i um, I was still, you know, coaching AAU on the side, you know, nothing, nothing head or nothing like that. But the first year I was uh, teaching, I uh, saw an ad for St. Pat's basketball. I'm like, you know, let's, let's, let's see what it is. I'll put my resume in. Why not? Um, you know, went to St. Pat's or drove to St. Pat's, could not find it. I had no idea. I Googled it. I don't even think because then it was only a ninth and 10th uh, high school. This is our first year. So they weren't even in high school yet. Um, like the year before they were in a high school, there was just a, I don't know, a random building. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was a high school, but uh, they weren't they weren't interscholastically or anything like that. Yeah. So I googled it; I couldn't even find it. Um, so far, I got the address. 
I must have passed it like nine times. It's over by the state houses over there. Um, have you heard of St. Pat's before? You you kind of you know maybe this year. No, I asked yeah. before this this before this year. I was like, I didn't even know where St. Pat Pat's was. It was like, exactly, and I, I still like, I, I bet you ninety percent of the people listening to this or watching this have no clue. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> well, now that you're on the map, so <laughs> on the map. You're now yeah. on the map. I, love I like it. the sweatshirt uh, too. It looks like a exactly. I, I, I had to like make that. sure the camera yeah. could show the sweatshirt yeah, yeah, and yeah, Nike. You know, you know, Nike. I didn't. It's, it's not only you know cheap stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But anyways, I got the, so I interviewed there and I was like, yeah, you know what, you know, I could talk, but I'm not, you know, I'm not Dean. Uh, Dean can, Dean can talk, you know, Dean will get in any interview because that guy, that guy, that guy's a great guy and he, he can, he can talk. Um, but I ended up, ended up the job um, and I was like, oh my God. Um, so that's where I kind of started my coaching career and, and, and went from there. That's awesome. And what, what was it like to like, started i mean you said you were in ninth and tenth grade when like when you first got there so what yeah was that like you know co- were you coaching the ninth and tenth graders at the time and like, so yeah so they so i asked i was like what you know what's the school all about and you're like well right now we're in ninth and tenth grade well, that's all we have but we're you know we're working our way up we want to be a full high school um so at that time uh so i go and i go into uh the classroom to you know introduce myself and you know the day, the day before tryouts like signups and i walk into the classroom there's seven kids there and i'm like uh yeah i'm like you know where's the rest of you guys like no this is it um we got 13 boys in the school 13 um and this is seven of them uh three of the kids never played basketball before like we're dribbling like yeah i'm in i'm in in for a a a nightmare here i went to the actually i went to the coaching meeting that day and they're like oh how are you going to be i'm like it's gonna be tough um but anyways that that year um you know, we struggled. It was, you know, I had seven kids. First day of tryouts, I, I ran the kids. One kid just left. So I'm down to six. So I'm like, if we had any injuries, any kids fell off the team, like this whole season's gone. Uh, the girls team actually, they had a girls team too. And they, before their, I think they played one game and they were, they, they girls quit and they were down to zero. Yeah. So we, we just hung on by thread uh, all year. We, I mean, we did not win any games. It was, it was tough. Um, and we competed it. Like our, our motto, we had like uh, Nike shirts that said no quit. I was like, all right, no matter, you know, we're, we're going to get smacked. Um, but just don't quit. Like to that last whistle, uh, don't quit. We, we, you know, we beat, I always say zero, zero at halftime. And, um, I think we like, you know, teams are playing their JV kids, but like we, you know, we probably won like four or five second halves, which, you know, something to build on. Yeah. yeah. Um, I ended up playing a couple of games. I played four on five, um, either foul outs. One game I had a kid talk back to a ref. So, I sat him. I'm like, I'm like, I asked the ref. I'm like, can I play four and five? He's like, go right ahead. So I, I played four and five a couple times that year. Um, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, first couple of years that's, there. So that's crazy. That's that's crazy. Season. It sounds like uh, Hoosiers a little bit with like, yeah. uh, the six playing like six seven guys, and you know, to have to deal with like anyone falls out or anyone says anything bad, you're you're you're, you're done. Like you're, it was you're, tough. It was like, hanging on to my thread. Like, I remember one game we were playing Davies, which was, was like a kind of winnable game. Yeah. And uh, we didn't have a boss. We don't have a, like, we, they didn't have a boss, which is like teachers used to drive the kids to the games. Now we have a boss. Um, it's nice. But teachers used to drive kids to the games. And one, one of my best players just didn't show up. So it's, you know, five minutes before the game, four minutes, and we only have four kids. And you can't start with four. You have to start with five. Yeah. I'm calling him. He's like, be right there, coach. I'll be right there, coach. Finally, a minute left. They're like, you're going to forfeit. He comes running to the gym, doesn't warm up, takes his, takes his clothes off, plays the game. We go down like twelve nothing, um, right to, to start. But um, you know, we made a competitive game. But it, it was just a, it was a roller coaster that year. Like I, I, you know, I had gray in my beard right here, and I think it was all from that year or the first couple of years there. So. 
I, I want to make an excuse of why I upgraded my beer. But I'm <laughs> an excuse. Um, so what? When did it start to become high school? So when did the same like? Like so that was it was a high school. Oh, so I think it was at high school. So I think what they did was they were in elementary school, and uh, it's a small building. So there's 91 kids there. Now there's 91 kids, uh, 36 boys. Um, so you know, not a lot of boys. You know, I think Lincoln. We played Lincoln this year. Was the number one team in the division. They have a you know a varsity JV freshman team. Yeah, team there, which is kind of nuts. We beat them. We beat them this year. Um, so, um, what was it? Oh, so when did it become that? So it was elementary school, and it kind of and then they just kind of raised the grade. So it went you know started six, seven, eight, and they if you're there, you just stayed. So I had a couple of kids that were there from kindergarten, and they just stayed. And now it's just completely high school. So it was you know they were just working their way up until it became a, a high school. But um, so each year we got more and more kids. But the max is, is, is now is 91 um, and they can be a little bit more selective who they take and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's a cool school. They um, one to five teacher ratio, um, which is which is nuts. Yeah. Um, you know, they you know, they you know, it's, it's older building, but like they, you know, you're 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 being seen by everybody. You can't fall through the cracks at St. Pat's. Um, yeah, that's good. So, that's you good. know, it's pretty cool. That's really cool. So what's it yeah. like? And it's also, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say it's neat base too. So like you know, Hendrick and LaSalle, they're more than you know, they're they're almost a colleges now, and and St. Pat's is 100% neat base. So everybody there gets financial aid. So if you you know you want a, a Catholic education and you want a good education, you know, like that, um, you go to St. Pat's. They they they, they work w- with your needs, and 100% of the kids there get some kind of financial aid, which is pretty cool. That's really cool. That's, yeah. awesome. that's, that's great. That's great that it's there, and that, that's great that they do that for the kids and helps out big time. Yeah, this is my this is my recruiting pitch. If you can't tell, yeah, I, yeah, I would not. Great, I can't wait to have Keith on. So now, yeah, 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 yeah recruiting yeah. pitch exactly. <laughs> um, so what's it like? You know, when the school becomes like an actual like full high school, they have the fourth like the grades. What's what's trials become like? What what's how's that become like more than you just have five, six, seven kids? How many kids are you trying out now? And like, yes, so so actually. Um, a little bit of my coaching journey. Um, so I was there. So first year we had seven kids. Second year, I think we had 11. Then two kids failed off. So we were down to nine. Third year, we had 13. Um, first two years, we didn't win a game. Uh, f- third year, well, we had 13. You know, it was actually like I, I, had, I had kids who could practice. Like the first year, I literally, we couldn't scrimmage. You know, I had six kids. I was running with the kids and like we couldn't scrimmage. So it was, it was tough. Um, but my third year there, um, I was like, I need to be a, be a better coach. Um, I was like, I, you know, I, I, I think I need to get better. Um, I don't, you know, I don't see myself getting better here without any, you know, I had an assistant coach, but like, you know, we weren't, um, you know, I, I was stuck. I was, I was kind of in, in a funk. Um, so I ended up leaving actually St. Pat's. I left St. Pat's for, for, um, for a couple of years. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I left St. Pat's after my third year and uh, I went to Franklin high school. It's where I, uh, actually I teach it, uh, in Franklin. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, so I went to Franklin to uh, coach with coach Neely and coach Masto. Coach Neely, um, if you don't know him now, you're going to know him later because this guy's going to be, uh, he's going to be a college coach. This guy is just like, he, he runs his program like a college. Um, they were, their top, you know, I, they lost in the States the last couple of years of the, the finals in the States. And that's, you know, Boston teams, every, every team in Massachusetts. Wow. Um, really, really good program. A lot, I lo- a lot of that I learned was from them. Like I learned more in one year from them than I did like every single year be- before that. Um, just great coaches. Um, they really like, connected with their players, but they had a system, you know, they, they had everything, what, what to deal with parents, what to deal with fundraising, what to do with um, the JV team, the freshman team, everything. So a lot of stuff I learned was from coach Neely and coach Masto. Um, you know, coach Masto is now at uh, Natick high and he, 
he's killing it in Ada high. He's like, they went 18 and three this year or something like that. Um, so two, two like stud coaches. Um, so I really wanted to learn from them. Um, so I went there and I learned a ton from them. Um, but I was like, I was in Franklin and, uh, I was about to have my first kid and I was like, I live in Narragansett, um, teaching Franklin coaching, coaching wow. problems, which wow. yeah, it's, it's a big, I got a lot of miles on my car. Yeah. Well, living in Narragansett and coaching in Franklin, like they would have me go scout Cambridge mass, you know? So I, you know, after practice, I'd go scout Cambridge and that's two hours away from Narragansett. So I'd be getting home like 11 o'clock. I'm like, I can't do this with a kid. Yeah. So I ended up going back to Rhode Island and uh, I applied for a couple of head coaching jobs. I applied for Prout um, and didn't get that. Dean, Dean, Dean is the man and, you know, he's a great coach. So he definitely deserved that. Um, but I was, it was me and Dean were the finalists for that job. Um, and I thought, you know, I was middle, you know, I went to their middle school. So I was like, I, you know, I, I, I want this. This would be a dream job. I could bring my kids to practice and all that kind of stuff. Um, I knew I didn't get it. it was, so we got, we got called back. It was like five of us. Dean and I got called back. And he's interviewing. I'm waiting in the lobby and I just hear the whole, the whole room just tackling and like laughing. I can, I, I feel like they're all dancing next to each other and like, <laughs> you know. uh, and then I walk in the room and it's like dead silent. And I'm like, oh man, I'll cut this one. So anyways, D, D got that one. And I was like, all right, um, I got, you know, I, I got to figure out something else. Um, but I was like, I want to learn. I want to, I, I want to like, be a better coach. I want to learn from the best. Um, so I, I, I had like a list of coaches I wanted to learn underneath. Um, Henry Coleman was one. That guy's an awesome guy, like very prepared. Uh, he's at Mount St. Charles. You, you had him on. Uh, Kevin Randall was another guy who's, again, awesome coach. Um, he's the guy I was going to go on. And then, so it was between those two guys and then Situate, which was uh, Ralph Apici, Apici um, who's like a, a genius at zone offense. So I was like, you know what? Let's go. Let's go there. I'll learn all his own stuff and, you know, get a bit, be, be a better coach. Um, so I was there for two years um, and, you know, learned a ton um, again from the zone stuff. And we were pretty successful. We won 12 games in a row at one point, um, almost made the state tournament, which is, you know, at Situate. Situate's almost a small St. You know, it's not, not a small St. Pat, but yeah. one of the public schools in the, in the, in the uh, state. Uh, I think it is the smallest public school in the state. So, um, and then, so that was two years ago. And then, that in the next year, uh, Jay Balloon from Moses Brown called me and he's, he, he's been wanting me to coach on his staff forever. And I kept saying, no, no, no. Like I want to, you know, I, I want to be here. And, you know, so finally he kept calling me, kept calling me. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. Let's do it. Um, so I, I joined his staff two years ago. Uh, we struggled, but like Jay, I learned a ton from Jay too. He's a positive coach and I try to be positive with everything. Like yeah. I hate negative people. Hate them. Hate them. Oh, <laughs> can't stand them. Like anything, like Celtics, Patriots, you know, anything. Yeah. You're negative. I don't want to be around you. Um, so <laughs> that's what I learned from Jay. And Jay was just like, we were on the same wavelength. We're always positive. I think we went like five and 13 on varsity, but like no matter what, he's just positive with the kids. I'm like, how do you do this? Like, you know. Um, so I learned that from him. Um, and then he ended up leaving the program and I was like, I'm not going to stay here if he doesn't leave. Yeah. I mean, if he leaves, I'm not, I'm not going to stay. Um, so I told my wife, we're, we just have, we have a one-year-old in October. So I told my wife, I'm like, I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not going to go for Jay. Cause I, 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 you know, again, getting home at nine, eight o'clock, like, um, she's a single, she's a single parent during basketball season. Yeah, I, yeah. All wife, you know, all the basketball wives say the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to take a job unless it's a head coaching job. So again, I went for a couple, again, I was the bridesmaid, never the, never the bride. Um, so I took the year off. I was, this was this year I took, uh, or last year I took the year off. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. Um, I took the year off. And then once this, you know, I'll, you know, I'll help you at home. And then, you know, next year I'm going to hop back on, whether it's JV volunteer head coaching, you know, I'll do that. Um, and then in December, uh, so I'm putting up Christmas lights, you know, watching home alone, all that kind of stuff. 
spend time with my kids was, was great. But I, I was like thinking about Mac. I was like, I miss basketball so much. I'm like looking at Twitter and, you know, Henry's tweeting 19 different things. Kevin's tweeting things. Corey's tweeting things. Like, I'm like, oh, it's just, it was a pit in my stomach. I'm like, I miss this so much. I was like, I even miss, I miss St. Pat's. I literally got a text maybe two hours later, like divine. St. Pat's coach, uh, AD deck texts me. He says, uh, Hey, what are you doing? I, you know, I'm not on social media anymore. I don't know what you're doing. Like, you know, what's happening. And I was like, Oh, you know, I have a son you now. So I took the year off and you know, once I got a head coaching job, blah, blah, blah. he's like, well, my head coaching job's available. I'm like, it's December 14th. He's like, yeah, yeah. You know, he had something happen. So, you know, it's available now. He's like, do you know anybody that wants to go for it? I'm like, yep. And I, I told my wife, I'm like, I am like, I told you if it was a head coaching job. I'm going for it. And she's like, go for it. She supported me. She's like, go for it. You know, it's, you know, you know, whatever you can do. I learned how hard it is to get a head coaching job, especially in Rhode Island. Like it's tough. Um, small small, small state, state. Yeah. Small state, tough to get a head coach. So I was like, I'm going for it. And, uh, went for the interview and they, they hired me back. And, you know, after, after Christmas, I started again. So, wow. <laughs> I don't know where the question was. I don't know. I forgot what the question was, don't but I know. It. It was great. I, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. That, that was like, that was awesome. I, I, that's, that's crazy, but that's, that's awesome that you took that step back by yourself and were like, I want to be a better coach. Yeah. I'm not going to get it here. And you went and learned from all these different coaches, picked up different um, information, zones, defenses, whatever, like, you know, learned, what, how did you like mold that into your own philosophy? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and I, I, this is, a, this is probably my favorite question you asked the coaches, like from Grasso to, um, you know, the URI, uh, women's coach on, uh, yeah. was it today? Yeah, that was all, uh, the Brian coach. Yeah. It was awesome to hear their stuff. And I feel like every good coach has the same kind of philosophy. Um, and I, and I've got it from everywhere I went. So I, you know, from, from my own coaching, like, whether it was Coach Gomes, Coach Cesaretti, you know, getting stuff from them, and then Russ and Chris in, in middle school. Like, even though they were my middle school coaches, and I'm what, 36 now, and I was, what, 12, you know, so way long ago, yeah. um, I still picked up stuff from them. Um, and then Coach Neely, Coach Masto, Coach, you know, everywhere I went, I picked up. But I think the biggest philosophy is uh, just the relationships with players. And I know coaches say that, you know, every coach has gave me the same answer. Um, but it's true. Like, if you want to play for that coach, you're going to run through a brick wall. Like you could have, you, it, I wouldn't be able to play for Bobby Knight. Like, like that's not the kind like as a basketball player, you would crush my confidence and I wouldn't be able to play. And I would just sit on the, like, I, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to, to function. So I don't want to be that kind of coach. I want to have high expectations. And I do have high expectations for my teams. Like we have rules. Um, you break them. You, know, you, 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 um, you know, you, you, you do the consequences. I had a kid, actually Keith, maybe you, you can ask Keith this today. Uh, next time you, you talk to him, um, he started, he started every game of his, his whole career and he's, he's a, he's a senior now, but every game he's a thousand point scorer, awesome kid, awesome player. But I had a Saturday practice. Um, and you know, it was tough. They're not at school. So they have to get a ride. And most of the kids at St. Pat's need to take the bus or need to walk to get to the practice. And three of my starters all had a sleepover together and you know, it's, um, 11 o'clock practice, not even that bad or, you know, something like that. And I'm looking at my clock, it's 10 59. 11 o'clock, I start practice. They're not there. They come in 20 minutes late. And I just, I don't even say anything. I just let them practice. And at the end of practice, I go, guys, you're not starting tomorrow. Um, and they were like, you know, they understood, but like, you know, I, you have to have those expectations. I, I can't for Keith, even though he's the best player ever at St. Pat's, I have to have that, you know, the same expectation for him than the last guy at the end of the bench. So yeah. that's the first game. He's like, this is the first game I haven't started in my, my whole career. I'm like, you know, so learning those lessons, like teaching the kids the lessons, like, um, like that, you know, um, one thing I always say is you got to teach the, you got to coach the person first before the player. Yeah. So I got to make the relationship with that person, you know, know what makes them tick. You know, some kids I can kick in the butt, 
some kids I got to give a pat in the back. Um, so making that relationship with them. So they want to play for you. They know you have the best interest in heart um, and just making those relationships. Um, other thing is act how you want to be remembered. So, you know, do you want to be remembered as that kid yelling at a ref or kicking a, a chair over when you, you know, when you get a tech or something like that? Or do you want to be the kid cheering on your teammate when you're down by 20 or, you know, picking up a, a, a opposing player? Um, I've had a lot of refs this year. And, and, you know, I think, you know, sometimes they see our, our, our team, you know, inner city kids and, and they think like, oh, you know, these kids, you know, aren't going to have respect and all that kind of stuff. And like the kids, and this isn't me, this is them. They're, they're so respectful to everybody. You know, they, they're competitors, but like I see kids picking up, you know, patting other kids on the back saying good game. You know, um, when, you know, I remember playing Lincoln this year, we ended up losing by like 15 uh, the first time we played them, but um, late in the game, uh, Keith, uh, somebody took a charge on Keith and instead of like throwing the ball down and, you know, it, it was probably a block throwing the ball down and all that kind of stuff. He, he helped the kid up, pat him on the back and then just walked on back on defense. And like that stuff goes a long way, you know, um, they don't, you know, you don't see that a lot um, with every, you know, inner city team like that. So um, I think I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, so acting how you want to remember it and, and, and making those relationships with players, that's the philosophy. And then all my coaching stuff, all my X's and O's that I get from everybody else in my notebook, that comes secondary. Um, I think if you have those relationships with the players, you, you know, you, you're, 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 you're golden. And, and it's not easy, especially nowadays to make those relationships because, um, you know, everybody wants to be a star, everybody wants playing time. Um, but, you know, I've been the best player on a team. And I've been the worst player on the team. So I try to like really relate to all my players, even if you're, you know, you, you never play a minute for me. I still, you know, you're still important on our, on our team. So I'm trying to make that family atmosphere. That's awesome. That's great. I love that too. I love that philosophy and I love that, like that, like how you, you need to connect to the person first before you can actually coach them and get to know yeah. them. Cause I think that's the most important thing. I think, especially nowadays, like a different generation, these kids like to like, you know, you can't scream at them. You have to just like get to know them and like, you know, like say like, Hey, you can't do this, but some kids like to be, some kids like the kicking a butt. And yeah. Yeah. And you, you gotta know, you gotta know which kid likes kicking yeah. butt when, which kids don't. Yeah. Uh, I think this year was a, like, I, I, I'm a yeller. I'm a yeller, uh, especially at practice. And this was the first year that, I didn't in the regular season, it's still playoffs. And, I'll, and I can tell that story later if you want, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't yell. I didn't go like, I didn't go off once, you know, sometimes I just, you know, I snap and it just like, you know, get on the line. Let's run. Like you yeah. guys are but like these, these kids really bought in and they, 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 they did, you know, they, they played for themselves. They played for me. It was, it was awesome uh, to see that kind of culture happening uh, at St. Pat's and, you know, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's just nice to see what, what players, you know, feel like a part of the family and feel wanted and, 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 and play, play hard for you. That's awesome. That's, great. that's, that's really cool. And you're doing it at a, a small school and you're creating that family environment. And that's the most important thing. I'm sure it gets the word around and you're probably going to have all the boys try out. In a, let's hope, let's hope. Bring them, bring them, bring them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what's, you know, um, you, uh, sorry. Uh, you know, how do you like, oh crap i lost my spot i, I apologize no worries no worries <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like in like a thought i was like at a thought I'm probably, I'm probably talking too much on this end so <laughs> no, i had like a question to ask i completely <laughs> lost oh what was your most memorable game during the season that's what it was I have, yeah uh, yeah that's a great that's a great question because yeah. this year i literally like i i ended the year um we so we ended we we we, we ended up we made it the semifinals of b3 ended up losing there um and i had you no know, no my brother came from New Jersey. I had uh, my middle school coach, the two middle school coaches I was talking about came. My next door neighbor came. I had people who I work with came. Like everybody came to the game. My, my two best friends came to the game and we all went out after. And I was like, this felt like a, this whole season felt like a movie. Like I was sitting at home cr oh, right before Christmas 
And then all of a sudden I'm put in this position and we kind of make this miracle, miracle run. Um, you know, uh, uh, we only had 13 kids on the team. So, you know, 30 kids in the whole school. It was the first time we, um, so the year before they they won five games. That's the most they ever won it in a season. They won five games this year. We won 16, we won 16 and six. Um, but we, first time we made it to the playoffs, first time we had a playoff game, um, first time making the final four, first time having a thousand point score. So it was a first, a lot of firsts for us. And the school really got behind us. The principal was really behind us. The teachers, like they packed the stands. There's, there's probably only like seven teachers there, but every single teacher came. Um, the first game we played against, uh, Henry, uh, Mount St. Charles, our first playoff game. And, uh, it was sold out. Like there was like locks on the wow. buddy came late and he had to like sneak in the back to get to the, to get to the game. Um, so it was, it was cool. They actually like, streamed it outside so people could watch outside. Um, really which is, yeah, it was like St. Pat's history. It was, it was, it was, cool. it was a small gym, but still, um, but the most memorable game I had this year was against BVP in the playoffs. Um, they're kind of like, you know, I don't know. I, I never played them before this year and they, you know, kids, you know, kids know each other. The kids know each other. BVP is a really good team. Uh, Eric yeah. Rube from Providence Journal actually projected them to win D3 like before it. Oh, I loved it. I was like, yes. All right. I cut that out. I blew it up on a, on a piece of paper. Who knows if it works because, um, so we played them the regular season, went to their gym, um, awesome atmosphere, um, rowdy. Um, and we just got out toughed, out coached, out played. Um, and it was kind of kicking the butt and like, it was good. We walking out of that gym and they're, and they're, and they're like, the fans were just getting honest. Like maybe next year, like you guys think like, I was like, you know what? We kind of do like, we got our butts kicked. Like we were scared. He outcoached me. Um, you know, it, it was bad. So I was like, we didn't match up well with them. So see him in the second round. Uh, I was like, you know, we got to do everything we can. Like I put in a new day. We had a couple days of practice. So I put a new defense in, uh, I put all this new, new plays in and, uh, we go down 12 and a half. So, you know, it didn't work. So I go in the locker room and I say, guys, uh, especially you two seniors, I had two senior guards who, who were good, good, real good players for me. And I go, especially you two guys, this could be your last time ever playing basketball. Like, and I know it's cliche to say that, but it's your, it's, it, it, these last 16 minutes could be the last time you ever play organized basketball. Look around the room right now. These kids, it's the last time we'll be together if we don't step it up in the second half. Um, made a couple adjustments, pressured them full court. Uh, we won like a 10 nothing run to start the first four minutes. Um, crowd was going nuts. Uh, we, you know, we worked our way, um, you know, back. We went up by one, about a minute three left. We're up by one. And, um, Big thing for me, especially in the playoffs, was time and score. Uh, I learned a lot from actually Coach Neal and Coach Masto used to do this in, in Franklin. Every last 10 minutes, they do time and score. So it would be like, you know, down by one, you know, a minute left. What are you going to do? Play it out. Um, so practice this play. And we, I ran it against uh, so the game before. I ran against Rogers. I threw it up in, in the play. It's where, you know, I'm giving my play away. So all these coaches are going to know what I'm going to run it. In, in the game. <laughs> well, it's where, you know. <laughs> So we're down by one to Rogers and, and I have, you know, I set it up. I, I have the inbounder, you know, taking it in, but the kid, you know, uh, kid outside here going to the uh, out of bounds. So they pass it out of bounds and they coach, they're like, coach, you can do that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you guys, you can do that. So when I drew it up at Rogers, I just drew it up. We never practiced it. He didn't go out of bounds. He stayed on, on the court and got trapped. They turn it over and we lose the game. So I practice it. I practice, I practice, I practice it. All, I was like, all right, this is what it is. And like, oh, I didn't know you would go out of bounds and all kind of stuff. So, you know, they're just learning, but, you know, they're learning this stuff too. So we practice it all, all you know, all the time before BBP time and score. Uh, we run it perfectly. Hit Keith. Uh, he hits two free throws. We go up three. Um, 
they end up hitting, uh, missing a last second shot with like, you know, a couple seconds left, grab the rebound and just erupt. And the kids go nuts in, 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 in the locker room. Uh, the whole, all the fans come over and, and go nuts with us. I, it just, it, it was the best win of my career. I just felt so, you know, I felt so proud for those kids um, because, you know, they, they, every, you know, everybody's talking, you know, there's no chance St. Pat's is going to win. Like even pro Joe, like advanced VVP without even saying anything. So, uh, and I got the, the, the amount of texts I got that night from coaches, uh, ex players, which is awesome. Like that's, you know, I was talking about the relationships. Yeah. Uh, from my Moses Brown players and my situate players like, Oh coach, I just saw that. And like, they're, they're going nuts. Um, it was, the, it was one of the, you know, other than my kids being born and, and marrying my wife, it was one of the best moments of my life. Um, and I, it was for the kids. Like they, they were, I still go back on my phone and just look at the pictures. Cause I got, I got a ton of pictures that they sent me and I like, it was awesome. Um, and you know, that was our, that was, you know, that put us into the final four and, 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 I'll never forget that 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 day. That's awesome. That's so cool that you got to experience that and like beat the team that like the pro Joe picked to win everything, and you were able to beat beat them and you know just kind of make a name for St. Pat's as well too. I think that showing that you guys are enough to mess with, especially coming up this current season. Is that the game where you lost? Like you got like you said you yelled a lot. Is that the game? Yeah. So <laughs> so after that, yeah, you, you got it. So after that, our heads were here, yeah. and we had a week. I think we had a week before Johnston's so we played Johnston on a Saturday so it was a Tuesday to Saturday so we didn't have a week we had a, you know a good amount of time before we played and uh that practice we actually so our gym um St. Pat's gym is not a gym we can't play at St. Pat's um because it's a it's a it's a cafeteria so where we practice is a cafeteria there is two nine two, no two ten foot hoops but the length of the gym is probably, I would say, two thirds, maybe. That's stretching it. Yeah. There's no three point line uh, on the sides, yeah. and the uh, arc. If you shoot, uh, if you shoot with any arc at the top of the key, it hits the ceiling because there's like air vents coming down. Oh my god. <laughs> so it's tough. I mean, I, and and I'm glad you had me on because maybe these coaches know that like this is what we go through. Like we play on this tiny, tiny court for practice. Like I can't even practice like press and press breakers. We do it, but like it's tough. Um, so anyways, that's what we practice. And I, I asked my AD, can we practice that? We, we play at UCAP, which is, uh, urban, it's like a middle school in, in Providence, um, you know, full size gym. So I said, can we practice there? Cause we need, we need to practice there. Cause practice on St. Pat's gym, is just not going to, not going to cut it uh, for playoffs. It's like, yeah, totally full support. You gave us there. So, you know, we're feeling, you know, feeling ourselves at practice and, uh, putting a game plan in and, you know, we're doing some shooting drills and stuff like that. And, you know, they're starting to hit each other's ball and they're starting to throw, you know, starting to mess around, pantsing each other. And I just bring it in the circle. I'm like, guys, what are we doing? Um, you know, I didn't lose my coal yet. And they're like, oh, sorry, coach, sorry, coach, go back. All right, let's go. Let's finish this. Let's finish this strong. They do this exact same thing. I just take the ball and I chuck it and I just go off. I'm like, you guys think you won the championship because you beat BVP. We still have two games left. You guys say we're not done. Uh, we're pretty much done. Uh, if we're going to practice like this um, and I said, like, bring it up, we're practices over, get out of here. Um, you know, I th that 30 minutes too of, 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 of a real gym practice time is like precious. Yeah. Um, I, I pay anything for that uh, at that gym. Um, but I left, I, I had to show them, you know, and that night I was getting texts, Mickey, you know, sorry, I'm sorry. I got to step up. I, I pulled my captains aside and you know, it was Keith, Ryan and my two seniors. And um, I said, this is your team. You know, what do you guys want to do? And the next practice was the best practice we ever had. Um, you know, because of that so it kind of works you know what i mean it kind of worked that way um i'm glad i was actually to get to get one out you know like that because they didn't see they didn't see that that side of me all year 
Um, so yeah, that was, you, you, you were, you were spot on. That was my first, uh, my blow up of the year. My, my first and the last. So. Oh, that's good. Well, thankfully, you don't have any yeah. more. The kids probably know what's going to happen yeah. when you get back. So now. Hopefully, hopefully, you never know. You never know. So, what do you like? What are your thoughts? Like, uh, I know stuff has been pushed back, but what are your thoughts of like COVID and like what's going to happen? Like, I yes, I want you guys to have a season. Like, I hope you guys can have a season. I know. I, I hope so too, especially for my seniors, Keith, um, and I got other couple seniors on the team um, who you know I really want a season for them. Um, so, I'm really hoping for a season. I have hope. I, I, you know, I, Massachusetts just said they're going December 14th. So hopefully Rhode Island looks at that and said, you know, if they can do it, we can do it. Um, you know, I think we are not going to have games till January, but we just want something. All the coaches want something. I need to compete. I need to get those guys on the court. They're itching. They're saying, coach, when can we have open gym? When can we do this and this? I'm like, we just got to relax until, you know, the, the league tells us what we can do. So um, I'm hoping we can get something. And, and if we do, I've lost, I lost four of the five, top uh scorers on the team uh keith is the top one uh but the next four i lost um from a couple kids transferred to uh, prep schools uh two kids graduated but um i got kids who work hard they've been working hard in the summer um by themselves uh, so they've been working hard so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we have a season and and you know just to compete and you know i don't care if we go all in 16 again i just want to get out on the court and and, and play with these guys that's awesome. That, great. I hope you guys do it. It'd be awesome. I definitely have to come up and catch a game. Yeah. Too. Hey, you, yeah. When you come and you come and you come, you're going to be wearing the green instead of the, the, the Mount St. Charles blue or the, or the, or the Maroon and Prout, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll send you, I'll send you a St. Pat's Jersey. All right. I'll take I'll that. I'll take, yeah. I'll take that. I'll wear that. I mean, I like it. It's a nice, it's a nice yeah. looking sweatshirt. I like there it. There you go. I got my real one on now, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I want to know, we'll ask a couple more questions. We'll, we'll wrap yeah, up. Yeah. Um, so like, you a big Patriots fan? What do you think about the past? Huge Patriots fans, yeah. So I got, I got, I got my Patriots stuff here. Uh, so it might be a, a bad take. I don't. So I don't. I, I I like Cam, and I like, I like, I love Belichick, and I love the Patriots. Like I live and die with the Patriots. Like my wife knows from you know whatever whatever time the Patriots is on, don't disturb. I have my buddies come over, and then you know we're we're down here. I got the projector up here, and and we're watching every game. Like I live and die with the Patriots. Yeah, uh, it's Patriots and St. Pat's. Those are my two things. Um, I think I kind of, I don't think Cam is the future um, and it's quarterback league and there's so many good quarterbacks and coming out in, in the draft. So I wouldn't mind going five and 12 and getting that seventh pick and, and picking up like a uh, Kyle Trask or a Kyle Wilson from BYU. Like there's some really good quarterbacks. I think that's what we need to do. Cause I don't think we're winning. I don't think we're, you know, I love it. If we made a run, but I don't think, you know, we're not, we're, we're not the chiefs. We're not the, you know, you know even the Steelers are, are, are playing well this year. So, uh, that's what that's, you know, I'm rooting hard for them. But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of want a good draft pick. Like if we're, if we go like nine and seven and then we get like 17th pick and, you know, we're getting the fifth quarterback off the board. Like, I think that just pushes, pushes this whole thing back. But, uh, uh, what is it? You know, always believe in Belichick, you know, anything he does, he's, he's my guy. And, you know, uh, I always let you know, I know people complain like, Oh, he never drafts good wide receivers. You know, I'm like, how can you, how can you guys complain? Bill Belichick with all like I, my whole thing is lined up with all Super Bowl wins. On, if you can, this is my basement down here. Like, how can you complain? Um, so, you know, that's, that's my outlook. I know it's tough to say that. Um, I've never said that before. The last time I think I said that was when uh, the Celtics were in the Odin Durant draft. I was rooting for losses. Yeah. Uh, I'm not rooting for losses with the Patriots, but I wouldn't mind going five and 12 and, and, uh, and getting the I don't know, top 10 picks so we can pick up a good quarterback. 
Yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to see them do that. I'm not, I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm actually a Niners fan, but it'd be nice. To oh, nice. I, I actually, yeah, I was a Niners fan growing up because of, you know, Jerry Rice and Joe Montana too. And I, I made the switch. Uh, I know it's bandwagon, but um, I made the switch. <laughs> I used to hate when I grew up, I was like, you know, in school. Cause I, I mean, I, I'm a sports fanatic. So I hated kids at school who like pretended to wrote for the Patriots, but he couldn't tell you any players. So that's why I wasn't a Patriots fan. I was like, these kids don't even know any players on the team. So I, I was a Niners fan also because they won. Um, but, um, but yeah. And then once I went to, once I got to high school and, and college, I'm like, right, I gotta, I gotta go with my, uh, with my uh, hometown team here. There you go. We made, made a good switch for yeah, a good switch. Yeah, yeah. I know. Right. 19, 20 years. Exactly. Are you, are you a Brady guy too? Do you root for him? I'm a huge Brady guy. Um, you know, I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for, you know, again, it's, it's, it's like tough. Cause then like, everybody's like, Oh no, Tampa Bay's doing well. Like, Oh, it was all Brady. Like, yeah, I want Brady to do well, but I also don't want him to be say it. Like it was all Brady. As you can see, Brady's over here. Yeah. Yeah. So every Super Bowl, every Super Bowl win, I have some other different uh, thing up oh, oh, on my thing. I have no Celtics stuff. Cause we haven't had, I haven't been here since um, a Celtics uh, um, championship, but we'll see. Hopefully it makes some moves in free agency. And I think it's going on right now. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, you know, Hayward uh, wants to go to the Pacers or something like that. So I'm hoping a sign and trade for like Miles Turner. So I'll take that. Yeah, I'll I mean, take that in a second. I'm getting. I was getting text messages. I'm hoping that's the, the trade that 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 happened. Um, so I'll take that in a, a heartbeat. I also too. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out eventually. Yeah. We get off of this. Um, I know. And the people watching this are gonna be like, yeah, we, you know, we already got them. All right. Yeah. I know. So. <laughs> yeah, we already know what happened. Um, <laughs> And then what's your favorite thing to do outside of basketball? Like, yeah. Um, biggest thing I like to spend time with my family, but, uh, the beach, uh, I live in Narragansett. So everybody's like, why do you live in Narragansett? You coach in Providence and you, um, and you work in Franklin. So I make an hour drive to Franklin every day and, you know, I'm pushing, I'm pushing the gas to make an hour or two. Uh, but in the summer, summer's off and I live literally, I can walk to Bonnet beach. Um, we're members there. Um, I got to see the URI coach there. I know she was saying that, uh, I always see David Cox there all the time on hands at bonnet. So it's a, it's a coaching beach. So, um, you know, we do X's O's in the sand sometimes. Um, but <laughs> I'm there every day. Literally, uh, I, I do, uh, on my Instagram, I do a, uh, I rate the, the beach day every day. So from May till September, I'll give it a, you know, any from, from zero, zero point zero to 10.0. There's been, never been a 10.0, but, uh, so I rate the beach days every day and I'm, I'm there every single day. I, I you know that's, that's my life. Other than basketball, that's it's awesome. Yeah. It's really great. Cool. You're lucky that you can go to Bonneville. It's a great place. So oh, it's the best. Been there a couple of times. It's, it's a great place. It's the be. best. Hey, if you if you were up the St. Pat's gear, you can you can come on and you can come on with us next next yeah, year. We're gonna buy all the St. Pat's gear. There you go. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really cool. That's cool that you get the uh, hang out with the other coaches too, Coach Reese. Yeah, there's a, it's just crazy just walking up and down the beach. I'm like, oh, there's the Exeter coach. There's the, there's the Cranston West coach, and then you have some good conversations. Uh, who else is there? Um, uh, Syracuse guy, uh, uh, McClanahan. McClanahan goes oh, there too. I've seen him there. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun there. That's awesome. Well, coach, that's all I have for you today. I, I, I got one for you, coach. I got oh, one for you. Oh, sorry. Um, all right. So you always ask questions to, to, to us. I got one for you. Who are, what's your, what's your top two guests that you want to have? I know you had Dean on and Corey on, and those were, those were top, you know, those are, those are guys that are, you know, on your bucket list, but who are your bucket list guys to get on this uh, pod? Oh man, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, I think some of the college, co- I, I want, I was, I've been trying Cooley. I've been emailing back and forth of PC a lot. And then Cox or someone like that would have been really cool just to get like a, trying to get all like the, yeah. trying to get all the college coaches on with the high school coaches, but I've been really cool. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know anyone I want, you know, I think more of the goal is of this podcast is just, I want to get your guys' names out there. So I want to grow as much Love as it. possible. And that's what I really, really want to do is, um, 
I'm finding more and more that as I like do this and getting people reaching out and it's been really cool in that sense. But I, you know, I want to do it for, I think the biggest goal that I wanted to come up with this podcast was because when I like lived in Dallas for a little while, um, the high school sports where it was everything down there with yeah. religion and stuff like that. And I know playing high school sports here in like Rhode Island, you got some publicity, but you didn't get publicity. If you're no, hundred percent, yeah, you get you doing well, you're getting all the publicity. So I would have thought it was cool. It'd be cool just to kind of uh, do something different and have like the focus on the the coaches and the kids and like people get to know their coaches and like you know I know parents probably maybe get to talk to you guys a little bit and get to know you, but don't know maybe what you like, what you like to do outside of like basketball, like how you got into your job, like so it's just stuff like that. Like I want everyone to get to know their sports around the area, and I want. You know, spotlight for kids too. I want them to get used to having media questions. You know, if they're going to play college, you're going to get some media questions and just questions not about you know besides themselves, but what they like to do too. Get to know the like Keith, like Keith coming on. Yeah, and, yeah. Get to know him and what he likes to do besides just basketball. Like, do you play 2K? Are you an MJ fan? So that's pretty much more of I think more of the goal of what I really want this to be. I would love to get everyone on, like all the coaches, basketball, yep. like all basketball, all sports, just because I want it to be something cool i want people to get that experience i know there's a couple other podcasts out there in rhode island doing that and you know it'd be cool to just kind of be up there with them and make this make this a big thing so well i gotta tell you you're, you're the espn to us right now like again you're you're the, the talk of the, the talk of the uh the group chat um like and, and the, the 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 coverage you're giving us this is actually my first interview newspaper um you know zoom anything like uh you know no one's no one covers st pat's you know in, in Burrowville, you might have the you know the times and that mount st charles has the you know all that kind of stuff the newspaper write-ups we don't get any of that um we call on our games to, to pro joe and that's it so um so i appreciate it really i really do appreciate it and uh you're our espn so you know uh jeff marone the espn you know you, you can sign off on that uh, espn rhode island i appreciate yeah. that and i appreciate like you know i said it to other guys i appreciate you and appreciate all the coaches that have been on and you know given full support and have shared and talked about it so uh yeah i thank you for your time thank you for coming on you definitely gonna catch me on the st pat's game we're gonna have to rock some oh, yeah. Pat's gear yeah even know when you order some i'll get some uh, and i'll definitely be at some games I, I was excited to have you on and you got to get you back on the show once the season gets closer yeah yeah we're hey we're up for that coach's round table i, I don't know if you'll get a, a word in edgewise but that you know that that's a, that's a brilliant idea that's yeah there's there's some things coming down the line i don't know if that we could that I'm going to put together and hopefully get it up by before the season. And I bought some really expensive things to make it uh, into something a little bit bigger than just a podcast. So this is also breaking news because there's something there you go. Let's go. Yeah, Let's yeah, go. Yeah, it's coming out down the line that we're going to, that I want to do. I've been talking to coach Coleman about. Also, we got, we got to get this thing sponsored, you know? So if you're listening to this and you're a company sponsor this, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll get, we'll get, get you some money. And uh, I, you know, the listens that the views are going up, the listens are going up. So uh, sponsor this, if you want to, if you want to help your business out. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, <laughs> Coach Jack, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. Thank you for your support. And uh, you know, definitely going to have you back on soon. You know, we've got to do the, the, the outlook of the season. Sounds good. I love right. it. Thank right, you. Have a good one. Appreciate it. I'll talk to you. Talk to you. All right, that was my interview with Coach Rack. That was a great interview with Coach Rack. Can't wait for St. Patrick's uh, basketball to get started. I'm definitely going to be at a few games. He definitely sent me a shirt as well, too, so it was really cool. Uh, very excited to receive that when it gets here. Uh, but just awesome interview. Great guy. Uh, you know, St. Patrick's Academy is really lucky to have him as a coach. And looking forward for their upcoming season this year. On Friday, I bring to you an awesome interview with... My mentor and one of my great friends, um, uh, Coach Cobley, 
Coach Neil Cobley, he coaches Wheeler High School Boys Basketball in North Stoneton, and that's in North Stoneton, Connecticut. Um, so just an awesome interview with Coach Cobley. His career, the guy's had a decorated career. He's been been coaching for a long time. Um, just just a fun interview. It was great to really get to like talk more about basketball with him and stuff that he's learned and stuff I never even knew about him, and I, I've known him for years. Uh, so it's it was awesome. Uh, to, to really interview uh, my mentor and my, uh, my one of my good friends, Coach Neil Cobley. So that episode will be out on Friday. Until then, guys, be safe, and we'll see you on Friday.